Welcome to the Taskmaster Podcast, brought to you by two brothers, where we lovingly dissect each episode with our favourite tasks, moments and further discussion points. And we also set tasks for you wonderful listeners as well. We'd love for you to get involved and share this with all your Taskmaster loving friends. And so, without further ado, roll theme tune. Wait! I've got a first task for them. Mm-hmm. Listen to it. Yeah, fair enough. Let's do this thing. <laughs> Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the first official episode of the Taskmaster podcast with myself, Simon Jacobs. Hello. <laughs> Why are you saying hello for me? I wasn't, it was more. <laughs> I don't know. Go again. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the first official episode of the Taskmaster podcast with me, Simon Jacobs and my brother, Nathan Jacobs. So the concept of this show, or at least this episode, and the way we're going to structure it is that we're going to talk about the characters in this series, so the various comedians. Then we're going to talk about our favourite tasks of the of the episode itself. We're going to talk about our favourite moments of the episode itself. And then we'll have, you know, any other business discussion at the end, really. And that's the premise of what we're going to do going forward. That's a good plan. So without further ado, I'm going to pass you over to Nathan, and he's going to kick off the discussion about the various characters in this episode. Okay, well we won't need to do this every episode, this is, this is, they are in this for the full series, they're in this for the full um, six episodes of the series, and we've got Frank Skinner, who's the oldest contestant, Josh Whittaker. Ever? Ooh. That's what we'll have to find out. Not sure. I I'd think he probably is. Really? I'd say He's 58, I think. Well, what's the deal? Uh, they must be very close. Yeah. We'll find out. There might be some. There might be some others who we don't yeah. actually realize. Al Murray could be. Al Murray could be older. I don't think he's fifty-eight though. Joe Brand. Maybe. We'll 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 come back. We'll come back we'll... to the facts. Yeah. You might know them already if you're listening. But um, so we've got Frank Skinner, who is at least the oldest on this series. Josh Widdicombe, Roshin Connerty, Ramesh Ranganathan, and Tim Key, all to discuss. All making very good, solid debuts in uh, episode one. I would say, introduced himself nicely. Um. Early, early favourite. I mean, we already know who is going to win the series, so we won't give any, spoilers. We won't give any spoilers away, but uh, any early favourites from, from the old first episode that you watched? Well, I'll, I'll say first of all that I like Frank, Frank Skinner in general. He's always, you know, he's, he's a stable comedian, someone that you can always rely on for humour. Mm. Um, and he was he was a surprise when you when you hear about Taskmaster and you hear that um, Frank Skinner's going to be on it, it's a bit of a mishmash. Which I which I already quite liked. Yeah. But in terms of this episode, someone that shone for me was Ramesh. And and Tim actually, but I'll cover Ramesh. You know, Ramesh was before this wasn't my favourite comedian, you know. That he, he I can't remember the timeline, but he was on The Apprentice. He was he was like the, the comedian on The Apprentice and his stuff never made me laugh, you know, then that's not to say that he wasn't a funny person, but he definitely he definitely I definitely got warmer to him. From this episode and from this series, actually, um, and then Tim Key. Tim Key is definitely a hero of mine. I mean, he's been in Alan Partridge and he's written in a lot of stuff, and he's and he's always quite an enthusiastic character in this yeah. series. Yeah. What about yourself, Nathan? I think for me, as you're saying that, um, Tim Key is the most unknown for me uh, before I start watching this. So watching him, even just through this first episode, I was uh, thinking, this guy, this guy's funny. There were there's some little little. Um, Nuggets that I thought were great, and you uh, told me on the um, pilot episode about him actually being involved in the past and coming up with some certain tasks. So obviously, as you said, very enthused about what he's doing. So um, yeah, Tim's probably my early favourite, but uh, 
plenty of time to go plenty of episodes left to see. Yeah, and I wouldn't want to miss out um, Josh or Roisin either. You know, Josh is definitely one of my favourite comedians, full stop anyway. And Roisin is is just a funny human being. Definitely, 100%. So, yeah, so not to, not to miss anyone out, but, you know, you asked who are my, you know, initial favourites. Yeah. You know, all the, oh, the yeah. ones that stood out. So there you go. That's the overview of that. A good panel, whatever happens. Yeah, it's a really, really good, good start for a really good pie, you know, really good uh, first series. For sure. Yeah. So should we dive into favourite task? I reckon so, yeah. So Nathan, I gave you my my favourite um, characters first, so you can tell us about your favourite task first in that case. Okay, well my favourite task, or the one I enjoyed, the one I enjoyed watching the most, was uh, the clearing the bath without uh, mm. without removing the plug, uh, without tipping it. Just because you saw in that instance, the, it was always that, open the envelope. And the first thought, how am I going to do this, or what am I actually reading? But with the bath one, it was it was the range of ways people came up with. The first thing, straight to the shed, getting the bin, Tim jumping in. Uh, it was just a perfect amalgamation of how do I deal with such a ridiculous task that makes no sense and just has no purpose, but is really really funny. And the range of things we got to see was great. Um, and I think it really hit home, or I can't think of the right word, but it was Roisin's un- unwavering choice to do everything as slowly as possible. It's as if she is in slow motion when she does these tasks, or her thought process. And I think the bath task just summarised that perfectly. Mm. So uh, I'd say that was my favourite, or at least sort of all-encompassing moment. What about yourself? Well, let, let's not let's not jump ahead just yet. What? So that's your favourite to watch. What would you most prefer to do? What would your favourite task to be involved in be? Oh... Of the ones we saw today, yeah. I'm gonna go a bit rogue here, and um, I go straight back to the start, and I mean the prize task. Okay. I love gift giving, <laughs> so giving me a chance to give a random gift, or as you say, my most unusual prize, is quite an exciting concept. And uh, I had a little think. I was like, what would I give? Like, that's an exciting thing to think about for a few days. What's the the unusual, most unusual thing? And I've got a collection of rare 50p's. I thought, what a brilliant, unusual, unusual gift to bring in. But the thing is, I'd be quite remiss to get rid of them. So I'd be doubly uh, determined to uh, make sure I win that task, which is a problem if you're giving away something you actually care, which we could see with, with uh, Josh and the, and the ball. But I'd like to hear your views. What would you enjoy? What did you enjoy watching the most or what would you enjoy doing? Yeah, so it's interesting because I thought, I thought we'd almost have a reverse there. So for me... Um, my favourite to watch was the melon. Okay. Similar to similar reasons to your bath thing, I think you got a nice overview of the characters from the way that they approach the task in the melon thing. So right from Rasheen like basically taking the whole task to figure out what the task was, all the way to Ramesh smashing on the floor, which I thought was hilarious. And then my favourite, like my particular favourite moment with the task was when Ramesh, you could sort of see it dawn on his face that now he's got to eat it, now he's smashed it all over the floor. And I thought that was great. Um, I, yeah, and just like Josh's dainty attempt to it and stuff like that, I think you see Josh come into the tasks a bit more. An interesting thing to that I didn't cover in the pilot episode was that we don't necessarily know what order these things were filmed. You know, the the melon task might, ne- might not necessarily have been the first task that was filmed, and therefore we might be seeing people, you know, growing in tasks in different points and things. So whether that was Josh's first attempt at task, we don't know. So I think that's an interesting, you know, 
thing to think about. Yeah, you don't really think about it when you're watching. Exactly. Show, but... You know, they they've they've probably deliberately put things in certain places Correct. for the ebbs and flows of the show. Yeah. So you know, we don't know we don't know what's gone on ahead. In terms of one that I'd love to do, one that I'd love to personally do, um, the bath one. It just ah, is, just okay. is like so much fun. You know, I think it's hard to know. Um, in the past, when I first watched it, whether my reaction is the same now. But I think that I would have gone down the same route as Tim Key and just got in, got in. just got in and just pushed it out. Um, the other, you know, I didn't even consider the prize giving task as a task really when we were setting up the remits of this episode. But I think, as you you well know, Nathan, of course, I like giving presents, and I think I think we'll divulge some like personal things in these episodes here here yeah occasionally, and so. Uh, should we should we discuss the prize giving stuff now? Stuff that I've given you in the past. Yes, well, I mean, feel free. Yeah, so I'll start. This is not going to be a fun section for me. But so, so, so as I was saying, yeah. So, so both both Nathan and myself like giving random gifts, and I think I was the the patient. Nathan was my patient zero almost of my prize of my present giving joy. Not uh, willingly. Yes, and so I'd given some random gifts to, to parents and to friends and to family beforehand, but it was Nathan's, was it your 21st birthday, Nathan? Yeah, I thought it was 20th or 21st. 20th or 21st, and I had to come up with something ingenious to give him, something random, something that he wouldn't want or need, and I had a meeting with my cousins who also enjoyed the idea of this, and we started discussing various things, like should we get him a big map of Rochdale, you know, who would want that? Sorry to anyone who's a Rochdale fan or anyone from Rochdale. No offense, um, you know. But we wanted we wanted something big and large, um, and then someone suggested maybe maybe getting a picture of someone someone they didn't like. I thought someone he didn't like is a bit too extreme. We wanted someone who was neutral about, someone he didn't really care about, someone who would be willing to have a photo taken of them as well. And that's when it struck me that we should have a picture taken of our of our neighbour, who is. Just a, a humorous individual, and we knew that he he would be up for it. So, I, I I bumped into him on the way back one day and said, "Would you be interested in being in a uh, picture for Nathan's birthday?" He said, "Yes, absolutely." Went and did a photo shoot. Um, he was very very willing, and we got an amazing picture. And then I got an A zero print of him with a huge frame and wrapped it and presented this as a present to Nathan in front of all his friends on his 20th birthday. Um, to Nathan's surprise, but also probably disappointment. Yeah, I think it was a disappointment, really. I mean, just to really clarify and hit home this point, like, this man is, you know, absolutely fine, but he's just your ordinary, ordinary everyday folk. <laughs> and I now have an A0 framed picture of him, but I'm opening this gift. In front of my friends at the um, like a pre-drinks before we went out. Everyone at my university. Why would anyone have any idea who my neighbour is? So I'm <laughs> I'm opening up this massively wrapped present with my brother and cousin laughing on in the background, knowing what I'm about to open, and um, and there appears his more than life-size um, just face, just staring at me, signed signed Robert. Um, and then obviously you get some sort of there's murmurs from the crowd behind me. Everyone's sort of watching what I'm doing. Who is it, Nathan? I'm like, well, it's my neighbour. There's no explanation for it, and there's nothing I can do. And then we had house viewings like the day later, and I had to sort of hide Robert away in my little cove in my room. Basically, if we can, I'll I'll try and copy a picture into this somehow, so you can see what it is that we're actually discussing here. 
But um, thank you for bringing up the gift giving. Yeah, well, to it be fair, it was your fault. You brought it up. I completely well, forgot about that. Well, that was my. That's my. I like that idea when I said yeah. unusual, bringing an unusual gift. But then I really have given you the uh, ammunition there. I shouldn't yeah. have done that. That was an error on my behalf. The uh, just very quickly another thing that um, you reminded me of when when you had to explain it is your neighbour was actually I'd ordered it to a print shop and asked my mum asked mum to pick it up. And um, when she went to pick it up, the person asked, "Who is it? You know, is it you know, is it a relative or is it someone like this?" And she she um, just casually offered up that it was her neighbour, as if that would be an okay explanation. She <laughs> very very clearly is not. And, and and it was only once she left the store that she realised how weird that comment was. <laughs> it's oh, my neighbour. So yeah, so we, we've we've uh, we've gone off a tangent slightly, but we'll we'll get back onto it. So as I was saying, my favourite task to watch was the melon task. The favourite task that I would have liked to have done would be the bath. Um, and now we'll go on to favourite moment. Um, so w- when we were writing this podcast, I said to Nathan, right, we've got to come up with a favourite moment. And I've gone slightly off script and I've got loads of moments. But I'll let Nathan go first with his favourite moment. And then he can attack me for not having a specific one. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I was going to say, I have uh, stuck to the to the script and decided that despite the fact that there are plenty of good moments to choose from... I have thought of one that was just my favourite moment. The moment where I laughed out loud and was unable to control it was, um, and we haven't even mentioned this task yet, was the horse task. Mm. And it, this task was, as you will have seen, they were told to draw a horse while riding a horse. Um, some absolutely fantastic, just clips and scenes from that, from that task. But the favourite moment has to be when they quickly summarise what they were going to do. Showed a couple of uh, couple of moments, and then showed Greg the pictures. I feel like you're probably going to have a similar favourite moment to me, but Greg looks at the pictures and um, confirms to all of us what we're looking at is absolute <laughs> shite. <laughs> but he then goes to comment on each of them and, and sort of rank them, and as he's coming to rank fifth place, he is getting more and more irate about the <laughs> giant mouse and... Me speaking it, you can't quite tell what it is I'm describing, so I'm hoping you'll have seen the show, because the picture that is meant to be a horse is a giant mouse, or, as we find out later, <laughs> is an anteater, but whatever it is, it's not a horse. And Greg, this is just before like the ad break, just getting more and more agitated and furious about this horrific drawing, and um, I could really feel the rage, because he's you know got to judge this, and someone's produced that tat. And quite frankly, it's just not good enough. And I just thought it was a brilliant moment, and it was real, a really real moment of sadness for all involved. That's a really good summary of that. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. It is that moment is in my moments. Okay. So, so yeah. So the revealing of the of the horse paintings was incredible. Like when they pan away and they show these things, is it's truly amazing. Um, I'll I'll come back to it a bit later because I've got I've got a note to say on that. But I'm just going to go very quickly over my other moments. I feel this is unfair because yeah, it, it's not fair. But I think this is such an important episode because it is the first episode. Yeah, that I, I'm going to give myself the benefit of the doubt with this. So um, I've been quite deliberate with the moments I've chosen. So the first, the first favorite, the first big moment was when at the end Tim Key goes rain discal, and that's kind of like that's a nod to the kind of show that you're going to watch. It's also a nod to who Tim Key is. Yeah, I think that's a really important moment. Um, I think Melon with, I think the Melon melon Buffet with Rasheen, but just in general, just Rasheen trying to do the Melon task 
was just incredible and it's just a sign of what's to come for Rasheen. Yes. It's a literally what the fuck Rasheen moment, you know, like yeah. that's you, the, pretty much what I had down as well. It's like an omen for what Rasheen is going to be like. But it watching the minute that you see it on the clock and it's ticking down, it's uh horrifying. I I, I think I I haven't actually written this down, but it's just just thought about it now that actually across the five of them, you've got a good cross section of how I think you could have a collection of friends and you'd have a friend who would react in very similar ways to all of them. Very true. So you've got a really nice cross section of everyone there. So mm. I, I, I could, for a matter of fact, name two or three people who I know who would be like Rasheen in that instance. Mm. I think that's lovely. Um, and this is a really small moment, but like the glee on Tim's face when he realises Ramesh's melon plan as well. He turns to Ramesh just, just as Ramesh smashes the melon. And it's just this beautiful moment where they both, you know, where they both realise that they're animals, basically. And that, that Ramesh, Ramesh's looks like a crime scene. Um, this isn't a moment, necessarily, but I just wanted to point out that you know something's funny when Alex is laughing. He's quite deadpan with a lot of stuff, and he doesn't laugh at a lot. Mm. So when he's laughing, you know that he found that particularly funny. Um, as I said, you know... There was a particular moment that he found... That, like, I remember the top of my head that he was laughing at okay. me. It was quite throughout which you don't see as much in the later episodes, maybe um, reined in a bit. Okay. Um, like I say, the revealing of the horse paintings was incredible. Um, but something that I noticed is that Greg refers to the audience in the first episode. He goes, he, he like asks the audience, what do you think sort of mm. thing? He doesn't do that anymore in the future episodes. He's a bit like, I don't care what you think. So he obviously changed tack there. Um, another favourite moment, and I'm really sorry about all these moments, is... Is when Tim asks how you make brown and with, with blue. blue. That oh, was incredible. That is brilliant, actually. <laughs> that is a brilliant moment. Is it blue? And then another. Oh, I've got two more, and then two I'm done. More. And then I'm done. Goodness me. Um. So Rasheen is complaining about Tim cheating, and Ramesh goes, "Don't get on your high horse." Incredible. That is like a comedian comedian's dream. That joke. And then the final one is at the end where Greg asked him, will you cheat again? And then goes, yes. I thought I thought all of those, you know, were important to talk about and I feel guilty for having so many favourite moments, but first episode, I thought I'd get away with it. I think I'll, I'll add to it. I mean, it is unacceptable and we will uh, make sure we're stricter, at least yep. with you yep. in future episodes. That I, uh, I guess I owe you one. But just when it comes <laughs> to the cheating, it's funny how this is episode one and we've seen two or three sort of, not cheating, but like, you know, um, Roisin on the horse, They'll be dodgy. Tim with the, the plug. All of them in the tent one were all basically cheating. And it's literally like this desperation to win the most ridiculous prizes on this most ridiculous show, but they were all really super determined. And um, I just think that's brilliant because it's such ludicrous things that you say you could picture yourself doing with two or three friends or a group who'd all tick off these credentials that these guys have. It's just brilliant because it's so ludicrous. Yeah, absolutely. And then, I mean, we'll move on to like discussion points. I've only got two in this one. I don't know how many you've got. Maybe you'll balance it out after all my favourite moments. Um, I don't know whether you want to go first with your discussion points. You got other? You got nothing else? No other business. So, so I'll go with my other business. Um, so the first thing is, I think it's quite clear how quickly the quality steps up production-wise. I don't know whether you noticed that, but like because we watched more series. Yeah, so. yeah. When you even even in this episode, even in this series, I think I, I mean I don't know because I've not watched it. I've not watched the other episodes yeah. again yet. But when you look at series two, three, four, whatever, the quality steps up. I just burped, so that's what Nathan's smiling at and pausing at. So 
the quality steps up in in so many different ways. So like, I think it sounds like there's more audience in other episodes. There's definitely a better setup. There you know seems to be um, more production value to a lot of the stuff. And I just think that, I, I always think that's interesting when you look at pilot shows and you look at the first episodes yeah. and things. Um, and the other thing that I want to discuss, we can carry on discussing this in various other episodes, but do they keep the prizes? Oh, okay. Thoughts? Um, there was a couple of times to come in other series when I would say, surely they've not kept that from that person. I can't remember example. I don't want to reveal. I don't want to reveal yeah. anything at all. with discussing the show that you'll have watched it. Um, but let's say for this episode. I'd like to think they do, and I'd like to think if they do get to keep it and win it, that they, these guys actually do take it, put it some little crappy place in the back of a, a garage or something, but they do keep the prizes. Um, as to your first question, um, with the quality stepping up, yeah, I guess, as I say, I've seen it more recently than you have, but do I think the quality steps up? Yeah, I see, I see what you mean. There's a bit more... Finesse. Yeah, finesse. I think that's absolutely spot on word. Um... But it doesn't take away from no, 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 absolutely not the enjoyment of that. As you say, the pilot sort of episode where they're kind of getting used to it, the banter between Alex and Greg on stage, the natural, how is this show going to be? What is it going to be? Sort of where they're forming that, and I think that's great, great to see. As you say, it gets better and better as the series go on, as they find out what they are. But um, no, it's it's brilliant. Just rewatching it just just put a smile on your face, and you remember the uh, the cracking moments that we're coming to see. Yeah. I think that I think that's really the end of the end of our episode of episode one. Really, we've not got much else to say. As we said in the pilot episode of our podcast, if there's anything that we've missed, I'm sure there is. There's plenty that we haven't discussed, and you want us to discuss it, or you know, you just want to raise it with us and tell us off for for missing it. Correct. Get in touch. Let us know. Um, it'd just be nice to know that someone's listened to this, other than ourselves after having recorded it. Yeah. No, but, definitely. Uh, feel free to get in touch. As I say. We didn't bring up the horse thing until uh, later on. I'm sure there are plenty of little little golden nuggets, as we call them, um, that will have been missed out. So please, let us know what we've missed, see what we can do, see what tasks there are to unearth. And I've, I've already come up with the task that we're going to set you at the end of this task, but I'm not going to reveal it because we'll record them separately. But just have a think on, you know, get your, get your minds ready to have a think about what the task might be. And that's it. And hopefully we'll see you in episode two, where we'll discuss episode two. And that's it. Sounds good. What a way to end the show. Brilliant. Thank you for listening. I've been Simon. And I have been Nathan. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad they did the, did the noise at the end there. And here's your task. Count how many erms Simon and I say in this episode. Not including that one. Good luck. Do 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 do